This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Chris Howard, president and CEO of Sharp Healthcare in San Diego. Chris, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks, Laura. It's a pleasure to be here as well. Now, I'm looking forward to our conversation. I know we'll cover some of the big trends you're watching right now, as well as what you're most excited for for the next six to 18 months or so, um, which will be great. But before we dive in, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Absolutely. So uh, I'm a lifelong uh, healthcare executive, having served here at Sharp Healthcare now the last five years. Prior to that, I was with SSM Health, which is a multi-state healthcare system based out of St. Louis. And prior to that, I was with Integris Healthcare, which was based in Oklahoma City. Um, and way back when, originally, I got my start in healthcare when some very generous people provided me the opportunity to begin my career at a small community hospital. At the time, it was called South Community Hospital. Uh, now it's a part of the Integra system, Integra Southwest Medical Center. Fantastic to hear. And now I know you're at Sharp Healthcare. Could you tell us a little bit about Sharp, where you're at right now and where you're headed? Sure. So Sharp Healthcare is a nonprofit integrated delivery system serving the 3.3 million residents of San Diego County. Uh, we have hospital uh, presence in the Metro Central, the South Bay Area, East County regions, uh, and we have an ambulatory presence that spreads throughout San Diego County. We also operate uh, Sharp Mary Birch Hospital, which is the largest women's hospital in the state of California, uh, Sharp Mesa Vista, which is the largest behavioral health hospital in the state. And in addition to that, and our service in San Diego County, Sharp Health Plan, which is the number one member-rated plan in the state of California, has a service area that not only includes San Diego County, but uh, also Southern Riverside County. We're the largest health system in San Diego with 30% inpatient market share, and we're the largest private employer with 20,000 team members. We also operate uh, acute rehab, skilled nursing, subacute hospice, home infusion, specialty pharmacy, um, and numerous outpatient specialty services that span the continuum of care all across San Diego County. But what we're really known for uh, is something that began over 20 years ago when Sharp embarked on a bold journey to literally transform the healthcare experience and become the best place to work, the best place to practice medicine, and the best place to receive care. And today that journey continues as we innovate, not only organization, the organization as a whole, but the ways in which we conduct business through the lens of the Sharp experience to optimize integration and the consumer experience, and most importantly, drive those top decile results that Sharp Healthcare is known for across what we call our seven pillars of excellence, which includes uh, quality, safety, service, people, finance, growth, and community. The wonderful healthcare system driven by a strong vision to serve all that we serve in our region, and I'm most proud to be a part of it. I 
love it. Thank you so much, Chris, for telling us so much about Sharp and really the strategy in the spaces that you're built on. I think that's awesome to hear. Now, what are some of the trends that you're watching currently? Well, we're watching a number of things, uh, some of which give me great hope for the future of our industry and some that, like many I know, keep me uh, awake at night. For example, clearly we're all watching the rapid advancement of artificial intelligence and uh, looking forward to understand what opportunity it really presents to our industry. And it can truly, in many ways, likely help transform the business of healthcare for the better. But we're also working to focus, and I am in particular, to understand the threat that it could equally present to us as an emerging technology, what we don't know about what we don't know, so to speak. But at Sharp, we're highly focused on taking advantage of the newest technology available to our system, and really more so now than ever before, because we have to transform, not only to be the best place to work, practice medicine, and receive care, but to meet the changing and challenging times that we face. Another one is, of course, the, the digital age of healthcare, uh, which obviously launched in earnest uh, during the COVID pandemic. And I think it's important that we do everything we can to take full advantage of what we have learned from it and how we can put it to work and to good use for those that we serve and also to uh, better advance the delivery of care for the healthcare providers that we are in our community. Also watching personalized healthcare. We know it's ramping up. Patients are more knowledgeable now than ever before. They have more information available at their fingertips than they've ever had to date. And they have more technology and more apps that are providing them a better way to become more comfortable and familiar with their healthcare and to engage their healthcare providers in ways that they could never ever do uh, before. And frankly, it's heightened expectations of consumers who today expect more, faster, affordable, better than ever before. And of course, you know, as we recover from COVID, to whatever state our future state's gonna ultimately look like, there's no doubt we have to take care of our team members. Our team members, our physicians, and various other clinical caregivers, they're all facing a new era of not only those heightened patient expectations, um, but the expectation to deliver care in a way perhaps unlike what we've delivered before and to do it in ways in which create more burden for the clinical caregiver, like returning email uh, exchanges after hours or on the weekends. I think we have to really work to focus on looking to the future and understand how we can advance and support all of those, our team members, our clinical caregivers, all of those who support our industry to make sure that we provide the right resources uh, for them. Um, and also understand as we adapt to the new economic times of post-COVID care, how do we do so while being fiscally prudent when frankly, um, we're not being reimbursed for much of the care I just mentioned. We're all still in that era of financial recovery post-pandemic and um, we're starting to see some signs of things returning more to normal. I joke that if you want one sign of it, just drive in rush hour pretty much anywhere you are today, and you'll know that we are definitely getting back to what feels like pre-COVID uh, days. But we have to also understand how to take advantage of the learnings from COVID, like hybrid workforce. How do we live within that world and 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 maximize the benefits of that world by also bringing people back 
into the workplace when it's necessary and opportunistic, especially leadership, where you have that real opportunity to work together and advance the not only the cause of the organization, but team dynamics. That really makes a lot of sense. And, you know, certainly all those points you mentioned, getting back to looking at the current technology, artificial intelligence coming to healthcare, really being able to support many different operational and clinical initiatives um, and goals, and then too, taking care of the team members, um, understanding consumerism, how that's affecting patients um, and what they expect from healthcare providers, while also knowing that, you know, the providers themselves and healthcare teams need to um, be taken care of and feel supported, especially after the long, you know, pandemic years um, and stress is at an all-time high for, in some areas. So, you know, when you really look at all those those um, spaces, I, I think um, a lot of our audience is facing some of the same challenges. So, you know, what are you most focused on next year to address some of these issues? What are you excited about? What are you really working hard towards? Well, it's a great question. I'm I, I'm excited about a lot of things, actually, and uh, people know me uh, that know me know I'm an optimistic soul at heart. But that's only because um, through transformation, especially when you're adapting to current challenges, you can in fact have success. And really, it's sharp transformation is key to our success. Uh, this last year, kind of in the uh, as we were coming out of COVID, we launched the Office of Transformation at Sharp um, to help really develop the best Sharp for today. And I can talk a little bit about that. We also launched Sharp Ventures uh, in fiscal 2023, and we're launching and utilizing both of those to capitalize on two key strengths at Sharp. First is our population health focus, and second is our system integration working both of those together in tandem to help us become that optimal integrated delivery system. Sharp Healthcare is truly one of those systems that is uh, diving deep into the future of healthcare reimbursement, capitation, risk-based uh, financing. Um, we've been in ACOs before, obviously, but we really believe in uh, in a future state of reimbursement that really leverages the organization and requires you to live up to that goal of um, managing the health of a population and reducing the cost of care and uh, improving the consumer experience. So in our Office of Transformation for Existence, we're, or for example, we're leveraging our discipline. So under the leadership of Dr. Amy Adome, we have a dedicated team um, that is working to drive tactical system-wide improvements in patient care, operations, finance, and growth. So within that transformation office, we have 11 work streams. Uh, they're so all supported by black belts and executive champions, and all of them are working to optimize existing processes to build the best sharp for today. And that's very important because I think we all know that finances are stressed today in organizations. There is no room or limited room for waste, uh, duplication of resources, unnecessary expenditure of, in, uh, of energy. So we're working to optimize the organization through the Office of Transformation, and that's really helping us to deliver that best sharp for today. But then we move ahead to the future, and that's why we launched uh, last year or earlier this fiscal year, uh, this past fiscal year, I should say, fiscal 2023, Sharp Ventures, which is under the leadership of Mike Regan, our Chief Information and Innovation Officer. And under Sharp Ventures, we're identifying alternative investments that focus on optimizing population health, 
uh, all to drive healthcare delivery transformation and also to diversify our revenue, uh, which is very important. We want to be uh, strategic thought partners with the leaders in industry to understand how can we take new technology, including artificial intelligence that is rapidly evolving, and put it to work first uh, at Sharp Healthcare through our uh, clinical simulation labs at the Prebus Innovation and Education Center that I can share a little bit about here in a minute. That's where we're taking strategic external investments that leverage our ability to lead and to create new processes at Sharp that can really truly help us build the best Sharp for tomorrow. I love that. I think it's so important, as you mentioned, to really have a focus on what's going to be helpful today, what you need to um, give to your team in order to be successful and deliver care to patients, but then at the same time, too, with a keen, keen eye on the future and what's going to be most important and beneficial for continued growth. From your perspective, is there anything that you're really proud of um, in addition to what we've already talked about from the last 16 or 18 months that you really wanted to expand upon? Well, listen, we've all weathered one tremendous storm over the last three to four years. And Sharp is fortunate. We weathered the financial part of COVID better than uh, many I know. But we have challenges like everybody else. Um, but what I was proud of is that we, we made some investments during COVID to ensure that we accelerated not only our recovery from the pandemic, to, but truthfully to set a modern infrastructure for the system to last for generations to come. So during COVID, we modernized our enterprise resource planning system by introducing Workday to the system. So by doing so, we uh, advanced our business IT infrastructure that really helps to run and govern the core infrastructure of the system. And that was uh, something that took a lot of doing. I, w I always say if we'd have known that COVID would have lasted as long as it uh, did, we might have postponed that for a year or two, but we didn't and we got it done. And now we're going to reap the rewards of that moving forward. We also took some time to plan for a budget and deploy EPIC. So we've been working on that for quite some time now, and uh, we're really deploying EPIC across the entirety of the SHARP system to bring the entire SHARP family onto one consolidated IT system. So our health plan, SHARP Health Plan, again, that number one member-rated plan in the state of California, recently went live on EPIC and did a great job in its go-live prep and became the first health plan in the country to utilize go-live utilizing every one of EPIC's modules for health plan operations. So that's a first, first for EPIC and a first for our country. We we're proud of that. And now we're looking forward because our hospitals and physician clinics go live on March 1. And we're preparing for that day by day. It's hard to believe now that we're uh, literally coming up to a couple of months and change to that date. And we've been preparing for it. So I'm sure we'll have a successful uh, go live. But one of the things that I mentioned it earlier, you know, this last March, we opened the Sharp Prebus Innovation and Education Center, um, which is a state of the art technology hub and has world class education space and clinical simulation laboratories. And all of that's designed to help the people of Sharp to forge, foster, and introduce new solutions to some of the challenges that we've all faced for many years, certainly some of the greatest challenges that we've faced. And the uh, Prebus Innovation and Education Center is also home to our Castor Nursing Institute, which oversees the great work taking place across our uh, 
all of our campuses, working with our nursing colleagues and leaders across the system. Um, our hospitals, our major hospitals are magnet certified, and we we uh, work with developing nursing leadership. And I'm very, very excited for how we help our nurse leaders and team members progress. And of course, this is where we operate Sharp Ventures in the Transformation Office. So it's all an investment made on in one location to pull the people of Sharp together to, again, ensure that we develop that best Sharp for today, as well as make sure that we're developing the best Sharp for tomorrow. Wow, that is a lot that you are working on now and have accomplished already. And just, you know, it's amazing to hear about so many different facets from, you know, the technology side of things, how you're becoming more interconnected with Epic, and, and then too, um, you know, all the efforts and initiatives around growing and developing um, your strategy for patients as well as the team and so a lot to be excited about and proud of um, and speaking of looking ahead you know what advice would you give evolving leaders for hospitals and health systems right now I know it's certainly an interesting time in healthcare in general and so what would you say for emerging leaders who are trying to figure out how to build their career and really be successful going forward well it's a great question and uh you know, my my wisdom or advice is no better than anybody else's. But I, I do think the last, you know, all 34 years of my career have taught me one thing, and that is to be prepared to adapt and evolve through changing and challenging times. You know, throughout my career, I've never seen one year mirror exactly the last. And as we've seen the last few years in particular, we've realized that, you know what, it's not only what we were used to with some variance or variation year over year, but it you can also run into something you've never seen before. And so be realistic, be uh, ready to adapt, adapt to the things that are important, but also maintain that essential optimism as you develop solutions for the challenge your organization faces. I think we all have to remember too, we're role models. All leaders are role models. And so for uh, everyone who's watching our actions, who may be mirroring or developing uh, their own managerial approaches, uh, approaches from the example that we set, we have to be prepared to ensure that we are setting that example that we want everyone to follow. And that's hard to do, especially under significant times of duress. I also think we need to be prepared um, to continue to mentor those that are going to be the next generation of healthcare leaders. I remember 34 years ago when I stepped foot in that small community hospital and Brett Hussrell, who was the vice president of operations, and Joe Neely, who was the president of the hospital or the chief operating officer at the hospital at the time, Dan Tipton, Lynn Hester, all are people who were wonderful mentors to me, and Marshall Paulson, uh, who helped me to really uh, become centered. And that's important, especially as you're beginning your career. So be a mentor and be a good one. And finally, take care of yourself. Find ways to unwind from the stresses of our industry and rejuvenate yourself in whatever way works best for you. That's really great advice. Chris, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been such a fun and insightful conversation, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you again for having me, and I look forward to connecting soon as well. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. 
It's your trusted Becker's healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Thank you.